From beach towels to tea towels and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT Shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It is World War Wednesday here on the Hervoy Moritz Show coming to you from Mexico. First uh, hour, uh, we'll have a first time guest, Sean Hawkins of the Cultivated mind he spoke at the greater reset conference got to chat with him there and i got i got some of his mushrooms uh and these are supplements for your health not the other kind of uh mushrooms and returning guest base lit analyzer to talk um uh, arts culture and globalism uh and, and and whatnot uh and the the tweet of the day or yesterday uh again for me goes to my former professor like the guy alfred desires nato is the greatest threat to the survival of mankind. The global majority should demand that NATO be dismantled as the Warsaw Pact was in 1991. NATO's endless provocations may still lead us to apocalypse. 1000% right there. I, I agree with him. Meanwhile, you've got Lindsey Graham. Uh, there was, I guess, this committee with Mark Zuckerberg and Lindsey Graham tells Zuckerberg, You've got blood on your hands. You have a product that is killing people. And that's really rich from a dude that just, you know, tweets uh, recently and often, you know, he, he recently tweeted, hits Iran now, hit them hard, kill a whole bunch of innocent Iranian people. But Mark Zuckerberg, you, you've got blood on your hands. All right. That's just, uh, you know, the typical DC swamp um, there. And there was an interesting story here uh, in Mexico, apparently uh, a report, and it's coming from sort of, you know, ProPublica, which is like, I think it's Soros-backed type stuff, journalism. And it begs the question, did drug traffickers funnel millions of dollars to Mexican President Lopez Obrador's first campaign? Um, and some of the critics are pointing out that it's not, there's not really a there there. It's kind of a nothing burger, but... Uh, some also point out the most striking thing about this story is the fact that uh, one of the one of the folks in the Mexican government, Garcia Luna, that he was facilitating multi-ton drug trafficking from January 2001 until the end of Felipe Calderon's presidency in 2012. But the DEA, DEA did not notice that, but somehow they managed to notice, um, you know, um, money being going from cartels to AMLO. I'm not particularly defending the guy, but again, pointing out double standards and Calderon, you know, when he finished, he went off to teach at, was it Harvard or, or, or Yale? And that's a clear sign that he was a, a Washington asset, probably a CIA agent or, 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 or asset. Whenever a president after his term goes to the Ivy League to, to, to give classes, that's pretty much a clear sign that he, he was a, a puppet of the empire uh and jumping to scotland this was interesting um the scottish daily express reveals that nicola sturgeon and john freeman purchased cheap mobile phones and prepaid top-up cards during the early months of the covid covid pandemic what were they hiding uh this kind of follows a trend here now where we had ursula gertrude von der leyen and Albert Burla of, of, of Pfizer secretly conspiring uh, with uh, vaccine injections and, and, and um, 
this COVID stuff and they they're mysteriously their messages on their WhatsApp, poof, gone, deleted. Boris Johnson's WhatsApp uh, with messages related to the COVID-1984. Sorry, I accidentally reset my, my phone. Now Nicola Sturgeon buying um, burner phones uh, so her COVID conspiracy can be covered up. Pretty um, crazy. Uh, so it says the, the discovery raises further questions about how the two key S&P ministers were communicating with each other during the once in a century health emergency. Uh, and it says she bought a Nokia mobile phone from Amazon for like 20 bucks. Um, and it says the phone was bought three days after Boris Johnson said, now is the time for everyone to stop non-essential contact and travel. Um, so interesting. Uh, we've also got uh, what's this is a crazy story. So apparently there's this man in Pennsylvania that decapitated his father on YouTube uh, and gave an unhinged manifesto rant. His father worked in the government and basically he's got all the talking points, this guy of, you know, the conservative patriot right today. And it's uh, immediately, you know, people were saying this is probably some K some MK ultra false flag and boom today. Real quick, Newsweek publishes um, Justin Mon is the guy's name. Justin Mon video sparks anti-militia bill conspiracy theories. The arrest of Justin Mon, a Pennsylvania man who allegedly videotaped himself decapitating his father and posted the footage online, has sparked conspiracy theories that the incident was a false flag operation designed to add weight to a recently introduced bill to inhibit militias. I mentioned that before, the Dem Democrats are now trying to outlaw militias. And so this guy's got all of the talking points that you could use as sort of like a scapegoat. Uh, and then there's another story. What police found when they arrested um, the beheading suspect. Apparently he fled. After that, he fled to um, uh, he was uh, in Fort Indian Town Gap. Uh, he was at a military facility. Why would he run back to a military uh, facility uh, where they train, I think, national guard um and someone's pointing someone was pointing to that as evidence maybe he was a product of some mk ultra program uh and then you know i, I don't know who knows it's just is it's just too perfect in this moment in time come on uh <laughs> running back to a military facility maybe that's where he was indoctrinated under mk ultra i i, I don't know but, but uh still to if, if that's true what he did to his father um absolutely crazy and regardless he should um, um feel the full force of of the law a quick reminder that at tnt we never go home we're committed to bringing you our take on the topics of our time we broadcast live 24 7 online globally no matter what even when my internet goes out i i i got my plan b i was using my starlink earlier uh this week but um we got you covered on tnt Going 360 on the headlines. It's really well-balanced conversation. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. An innocent tweet from the official X account for Elmo has gone mega viral, and not necessarily just because Presidente Jose Biden decided to take the time to reply to the Muppet instead of taking the time to fix the many problems facing the country. Here with the story joining me now is TNT news producer Adam Clark, aka Ruckus. 
Thanks, Herbori. You know it's 2024 when this is the story I'm bringing you this evening. I love it. Um, so to be clear, we are speaking of Elmo, the fictional red fuzzy Sesame Street character. You know him. Ah, ha, ha. Elmo, I'm not going to do his voice. I do a better Kermit the Frog than Elmo. Uh, but Elmo has an X page, a Twitter account, in case you missed it. Uh, and he decided to pose a simple question with nothing but good intent of his followers. He just simply asked, quote, Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? End quote. Well, that question has been viewed, I'm checking right now, 183.6 million times as I'm speaking and counting. Uh, it's received a barrage of responses to the tune of tens of thousands of them. Uh, and of course, since it is 2024, as you expect, the responses were brutally honest and downright cynical about the dread people are feeling and um all day uh folks have been having a good time with this not the least of which is the media i'm jumping in and having some fun as well i'm gonna share some of the responses before we get to the other part uh one person replied quote i'm at my lowest thanks for asking end quote another person writes quote elmo i'm depressed and broke end quote another person replied quote elmo i'm suffering from existential dread over here end quote one person warned quote elmo get out of here it isn't safe end quote some of the bigger well-known accounts that you would expect said things like uh, quote the world is burning elmo no amount of tickles can fix this end quote that's one of my favorites that came from not the b uh we had some others saying quote america is struggling elmo we need trump back end quote of course we're gonna see some of that uh, here's another good one quote elmo my man you've been to the grocery store lately i don't know if you drive but you filled up a gas tank stop gaslighting us you know it's real out here end quote <laughs> stuff like that uh brand celebrities were quick to jump on this too uh the account for oreo said quote ran out of milk do the math end quote Haha, uh -huh. Garfield has an account too, and he said, quote, well, it is Monday, end quote, because Garfield, the animated character, famously hates Mondays. You get the idea. And then uh, Elmo, about after 20 hours of this, decided to tweet, quote, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friend. Elmo loves you, end quote. And they also included a cute hashtag, quote, emotional well-being, end quote. And then an already viral thing went even more viral, Harvori, when the president's at POTUS X account responded to that post, uh, writing, quote, <laughs> you're going to need a barf bag for this, I think, <laughs> quote, I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other, offer our help to a neighbor in need, and above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone, end quote. Uh, and I think he tweeted this at like 2.30 in the morning. No surprise here, that post from the president swiftly earned lots of uh, funny uh, comments, uh, backlash. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, y'all know him. He said, quote, to the staffer or intern who wrote this, do you need help? End quote. The general sentiment that he is kind of spending his time in the wrong area, as evidenced by this tweet from Ben Dieter, quote, shut up and close the border. End quote. Ah, when Courtney Holland also similarly says, quote, U.S. service members are being killed overseas. There is an invasion at our border. Americans are struggling to make ends meet. And our president is tweeting at Elmo. You really can't make this up, end quote. So, Hervori, 
That's the state of the world right now. Uh, what do you think? And I'm very curious, what would you reply to Elmo in response to his question? How are you doing, my friend? I, I wouldn't have even uh, replied, <laughs> but Giuliani hit something. I was going to ask you, I don't think Biden actually wrote that. Do, do you? No, there, there, clearly, obviously, this was a staffer, but I mean, come on, come on, my dude. But, you know, I, I, I still think that the, the, the real people should should be tweeting uh, out their own content, you know, the politicians or political figures to be, you know, authentic or, or at least if it was something that the person said, hey, tweet this and then the staffer tweets, you know, verbatim. Um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, are they going to get are they getting Elmo ready to push the vax again? If I recall during COVID, I'm pretty sure Sesame Streets and uh, Elmo were pushing the COVID vax and it just makes no sense. Everyone making these comments is right. Like so much is going on and we're wasting time with this this nonsense uh, by, by the way the 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 what do you call it the little teddy bear thingy that elmo is holding it's got a almost like a lgbt colored um sweater uh, as well but you know speaking of biden um i just caught this story as well james o'keefe uh he hit again uh, he published a video today where he was talking to an insider uh where the insider was saying that they can't say it publicly, but the White House wants to replace Kamala Harris and confirms Joe Biden's mental decline. Quote, Biden is definitely slowing down. Maybe that sort of explains the, the Elmo tweet. Uh, Ruckus, what do you think? Oh, no, man. I just, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the point about the, um, the jibby jab, because that's all I thought of when I saw this. And I wanted to jump into I have yet to reply, but I have one waiting in the wings uh, if you know i'll share it with you guys if you think it's cool let me know in the chat or send me an email and i'll i'll send it but it's a little unkind unfortunately all things considered but in response to elmo just checking in and asking how everyone's doing i would say quote actually i'm doing quite well thank you elmo i made the best decision of my life by deciding not to swallow the bs during the fake pandemic and line up for a deadly untested experimental gene-altering pharmaceutical product which you yourself, despite being a fictional creation, are guilty of pushing on the population. If you would only please go find a nice cozy dumpster to crawl into and set yourself on fire, that would be great. Well, maybe I could leave out, leave out the last part, Havori, but that's how I feel about Elmo. I, I just found the tweet. You just I just uh, typed into search Elmo vaccine and I found his tweet from June 2022. Elmo got the vaccine, COVID vaccine today. Just like Elmo's mommy and daddy, Elmo's daddy had a lot of questions, but Elmo's doctor said the vaccine would help keep Elmo healthy and all of Elmo's friends and family too. Hashtag caring for each other. How sweet, Ruckus, that um, our governments care for us. Uh, yeah, they, they, they care so much that my American government turns off my financial accounts, my Mexican government uh, kidnaps... Uh, us so <laughs> anyways all right uh but yeah just i guess to answer your question i'm feeling pretty good today i got my internet back um so we, we are good to go uh and we're going to be talking mushrooms um with with sean uh, hawkins catch up with you in a bit uh ruckus uh and again anyone can feel free to call in anytime or send your questions through the email or um drop them in the chat we'll be right back 
TNT's Bruce de Torres. The Who's proposed treaty will increase man-made pandemics by Merrill Nass. Just a minute about this. This report is designed to help readers think about some big topics. How to really prevent pandemics and biological warfare. How to assess proposals by the WHO and its members for responding to pandemics. And whether we can rely on our health officials to navigate these areas in ways that make sense and will help their population. populations. We start with the history of biological arms control and rapidly move to the COVID pandemic, eventually arriving at plans to protect the future. She didn't put protect in quotes, but I just did verbally. World Stage and Bruce de Torres on today's News Talk TNT. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. TNTradio.live. Online. Online. Online streaming. Be a part of the conversation. I stream it all at work and I stream it to my phone and listen to it wherever I go. TNT. Joining us for the first time on the Rebel Transmission, Sean Hawkins is a mushroom grower, soil smith, teacher, student of regenerative agriculture, citizen scientist, owner of Cultivated Mind. That's cultivated-mind.com, a wellness-based mycology and herbal focused company where they grow and source the highest quality organic mushrooms and herbs to provide the purest extracts possible. Uh, I've got a batch here that I've been uh, munching on. And so welcome to TNT, Sean. Thank you, Vori. I really appreciate uh, you having me on. No, I, I enjoy your work. I missed your your talk live at the Greater Reset um, conference, but I, I, I watched the playback and, and very much um, and enjoyed what you were um, talking about and, and and maybe just just off the bat what's your sort of takeaway um from the greater reset conference down here in mexico uh it was really beautiful to see how many people were actually um just very conscious about what's going on in the world around them um you know this last few years has really shown us that we need to take kind of the power back into our own hands we've sort of been asleep for a little while and let things sort of slip through our fingers but um you know they they pushed probably a little too hard and everybody's sort of waking up and it was really wonderful to see so many different uh, backgrounds sort of come together and actually produce solutions, you know, real solutions instead of a bunch of uh, complaining. And uh, I'm really excited about the future. I haven't gone to a conference that has had me this just uh, elated about what the, the future is going to hold for all of these wonderful people that have come together and they're really trying to make a difference. Yeah. And you know, you, you're focusing on health um, solutions. You told the story of, I forget your girlfriend, wife, girlfriend, uh, how you helped uh, heal, <laughs> uh, heal her. Uh, and so, but before getting to the health stuff, uh, also just, I'm curious as to your broader thoughts on the whole greater reset agenda, you know, Davos, they were meeting in Davos while we were meeting in um, Morelia, um, and it's every year they do not disappoint. Um, this year at Davos, they were saying coffee is bad, too much CO2. Um, you know, more we need the digital ID passports, all this crazy stuff. And so, just you know, at, at this point in the game, just what are your thoughts on on the, the whole 
uh, you know, New World Order, Great Reset Project? Um, well, in the end, evil will never prevail. Uh, I really, truly believe that it doesn't matter how hard they push or the the things that they try to slip into our systems. In the end, we will end up prevailing. Now, there's obviously been a bunch of damage along the way. They have hurt many of our family members, destroyed businesses, uh, created, try to create this collapse um, to sort of keep us under their thumb and control. <clears throat> Of course, um, we're seeing with the greater reset what happens when you try to create that type of control. You just really create an alternate system that will make their system completely obsolete and people will make their own choices. They will see, hmm, do I want to sleep in a pod and eat bugs or would I rather go live on some land and grow my own food? Um, you know, the, the decisions, um, we just give people options. You know, humanity will make the right choice. That, that reminds me of, um, uh, I just read before joining an article from Doug Casey, international man, and he commented as well on, he says, uh, Doug Casey exposes the hidden agenda of Davos. He says, I have no doubt that most countries will adopt something like a social credit system. The world has a momentum and a life of its own. It's clear that this is a trend in motion and building momentum. But then he says, quite frankly, I don't think there's anything we can do about it other than drop out of the system, which doesn't work for most people. Uh, and so kind of what you're saying. So some of us will uh, exist, uh, you know, in our own systems while everyone else remains in the 15 minute um, city. But then, yeah, let, let, let's talk then um, more about the, the work that you're uh, doing. I don't know where we should uh, start. Uh, sure. I guess I should really go back to um, how I became a farmer. Uh, my grandfather was uh, uh, a home farmer. He, you know, grew up during the depression era and, you know, it was very important and vital that your family was able to take care of itself. So he's had a, a, a garden since I could even remember, um, probably being four years old, walking to the garden, picking tomatoes off the plant and eating them right there in the garden. There's, there's definitely nothing else like that. Um, and then going to the grocery store years later, whenever I was a teenager with that craving for that tomato and all that I tasted was water. Like, where is the flavor in this? And that was sort of one of those initial sparks of, wait a minute, what are we doing in our food systems? And what are we doing here at home? Because I would go back to my grandmother's house and boom, there's all the flavor again. You know, it's it was a very stark night and day difference, um, which is it's obvious that they are trying to eliminate that difference. They don't want us to be able to taste what a real tomato tastes like or what a real squash tastes like and have that actual genetic health into our bodies. They don't want that comparison and contrast of here's someone who's been on this synthetic food regiment and then someone who has been growing food at home and the stark difference in their their health and their overall well-being is just blatantly obvious and sort of through this um started growing my own food just really for flavor realized how much better it was making my body and realized how much of a need there was for people to learn um when i went and got uh, some background in uh greenhouse management i took a class and started working at a microgreen facility and in the midst of working there was also a horticulture hydroponic supply store. 
So people came in with questions all the time. And it was basically the same questions over and over and over again from different people. And throughout this sort of training, it refined me into being able to answer as many questions as possible, um, sort of no matter anyone's situation, and also having the ability to test every single product that was on the shelf um, at this supply store. Um, it just sort of made me well-rounded and versed in using different horticulture techniques, uh, which led to Korean natural farming. Um, when I tried to really learn what is in these bottles, what are we actually putting into our soils when we buy a fertilizer, when we buy a liquid, when we buy a pesticide. And there it really taught me how to make these things on my own. And then when you really start understanding um, what these things are made of and you really start to learn how much of a a, a charade and a scam the art the agriculture industry is when it comes to these things and there was a great need for education in the horticulture realm and when i went to my first green natural farming class it definitely had the same vibe as the greater reset everybody was coming together to farm to create a better land for themselves a better land for their neighbors better food quality and a better living just for the farmer themselves because it, it did give you power back because you weren't beholden to this agricultural company which has a, a hold on how much you get to spend on your farm they they will actually change the the price of their product based on how much you're making at your farm so with that in mind, you know, we've created this society in the farming industry um, that has just sort of taken off on its own. Um, it's required a lot of free work, really. If it wasn't for it being, I would say, open to the public, uh, then it would not have expanded like it has now. I really wouldn't be in this position to talk to you right now without that sort of open source mentality of um, getting education out to the people. And it's it's yeah. been a wonderful ride. <laughs> No, it's it's great that so many people like you can can get out there, um, you know, like your website, cultivated-mind.com, start offering, um, you know, your natural products uh, like I have here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna jump real quick to our headlines. We'll be right back. The news you need when you need it. Oh, you have a deep voice. TNT. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. The U.S. military has confirmed the crash of an American F-16 fighter jet near South Korea. This incident is the third crash involving a U.S. warplane in the region in less than a year. During a meeting in California in November, U.S. President Joe Biden reportedly requested Chinese leader Xi Jinping to refrain from interfering in the 2024 U.S. presidential election. The Bundesbank, Germany's central bank, reported a significant increase in counterfeit euro banknotes discovered within the country in 2023. Are you enjoying listening to TNT Radio? Do you think we're doing a good job? Then please let us know. Why not leave us a like or a positive review or comment on Facebook, Gab, or Getter? Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. We are back with Sean Hawkins of cultivated-mind.com. And um, so something you, you uh, talked about um, during your presentation and greater resets that uh, I think is very important is the link between food, diet, uh, health, gut, brain. You talk about SAD, the standard American diet, I think uh, <laughs> it, it, it was. And I think as we get older, um, it especially becomes more important. Like I'm starting to have some health issues and I'm finding, uh, and I, we, I, we can't trust the doctors anymore. You gotta be your own doctor. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going down the rabbit holes, trying to get to the source, the causes. 
and I I think that it's it's you know probably you know large part you know the big like 50 or 75 percent root problem is the diet the food that we're um eating and then I start to notice when I fast or when I switch to certain foods I start to feel better um again so if you could tell us a bit about that yeah it, it really is sad what's happened to the American diet um it, there is this direct connection between our gut biomes and our brain linings um, that uh, ends up in psychological depressive states. Um, whenever we do something to our bodies, there's a direct connection to our minds and vice versa. When we're in traumatic episodes, when we are having stress in in a, a, a let's say, a not so healthy relationship, that will physically affect our bodies and can actually give us diseases. Um, it's amazing this connection. So when when we do heal ourselves and we're changing our diets, we're being very aware of the things that we're putting in, maybe reducing the amounts of meat products. You know, I love meat. I, I really do. And taking it and making sure that it's just a, uh, a something that I do occasionally has definitely been a great benefit to my health. Uh, eating more fruits, getting more water, getting a little more motion. Um, and of course, even with all of this, with the way that our, our American food systems are, it's still not nutritious enough for us to just be, uh, for us to adequately to have enough medicine in our diet without supplementation. Um, and it's, sort of led me to growing mushrooms uh, to sort of fill in those gaps. You know, a lot of the things that we can get from other countries and China, they're not always the best supplements for us. So um, in this sort of need to heal, heal my wife from her gut issues, from her mental depressive issues, it's just a tool that was there available. Um, I was already growing food and growing mushrooms and we put these things together and um it's been amazing to watch the change in not only my wife but my mom and my brother and some other family members um and it's really led me down this path of growing mushrooms because it has been so similar to my past in korean natural farming it was like the transition was very easy um and and we need we need to take control of that it's time that we're aware of what's going into our diets and making sure that we're taking care of our gut biomes getting a probiotic like a lactobacillus in fact one of the korean natural farming solutions makes a curds and whey out of a milk and when you drink this whey product it is a very powerful probiotic for your gut and it can give you huge boosts to your energy help you digest your food better in fact there are there are people that we give this to who have crohn's disease and if they take small sips of this lactic acid bacteria as they're eating they will not have digestive issues from their crohn's disease it's been like amazing to watch these people who have been in pain their entire lives. And now they're like, oh, my God, I can actually eat and not be in agony the entire time. Um, so this path of healing has just keeps knocking me in the head and say, hey, go this direction, go this direction. And I'm I'm going to listen. And, and I saw one of the videos you played during the Greater Reset. Uh, people can go watch the replay um, through the Greater Reset Odyssey channel. Uh, and you, uh, it looked like you were in your backyard and you had this um, piece of wood with drilling holes, uh, and I think, to, to grow your own mushrooms. Uh, I mean, how big uh, a plot of land does someone have to start 
growing their own food and, and how does it work in the u.s uh, i mean are there rules like if you live in the suburbs uh, uh and stuff like that um certainly if you live in an hoa um they are the worst i used to do construction and had to deal with these homeowners associations and they have control over everything in your property so i would definitely avoid any hoas uh, unless you're doing it on a small scale and you can sort of hide it in your backyard somewhere <clears throat> they don't need to be very tall as long as you're up not over the uh, fence line um, you should be fine but yeah we can grow mushrooms out on logs um, it's very simple it's very little resources you're not having to do the things that I do where I actually have have to have a laboratory with special filtration and I'm doing things like like this this is a this is one of my agur plates for lion's mane <clears throat> and uh you know that requires a little bit more specialty but whenever you're going out um and doing this thing in the wild you can actually go get some wild oyster mushrooms for example clean them off with some a light solution of hydrogen peroxide and water and drill holes in a oak log and mash those oyster mushrooms in there cover them with wax keep that log wet for about six months and you will start producing uh oyster mushrooms now um you would probably need a decent sized backyard to make sure that it's something that is consistent and they do like to come in flushes so when you do the log method you'll get like a whole bunch all at once and then you'll get like nothing for a while so you just kind of keep that in mind um that is definitely more of a something that a farmer would do where they have like an outlet to sell them or um, like what i would do is where i would immediately dry them and process them into extracts and so, and you know yeah and and just to ask more about you know mushrooms why they are so important um i remember years ago and, and like you mentioned about supplementation and vitamins i still have a regimen of vitamins that i take uh daily and that i'm still able to get uh, out here in mexico thanks to the international shipping but uh i was introduced to this many years ago i think paul stamets uh and and his uh stuff yeah. on on mushrooms but i haven't been able to get um you know his, his stuff was kind of expensive and it's not i can't get it here as readily in mexico but um wh why are, are mushrooms so um important for our health uh well so mushrooms are are really amazing they so they're lower down i wouldn't say lower but they're more fundamental to the base of our food chain right it's the bacteria and the fungus that does all this health well it requires less energy for them to really fully express their genetics you know, when you get to a plant, you have to have the bacteria and the fungus and they have to have the microanthropods and all of these things to make a really healthy, nutrient dense plant. But a fungus requires very little energy for it to really produce all of those medicinal compounds that are inside of the mushroom. So it's very easy to get high quality medicine out of a fungus than it is for you to get it out of a plant. So, um, you know, one of the ones that we love to eat here is lion's mane. Lion's mane has uh, nootropic capabilities where it can actually regrow neurons in your brain, or at least these are the, these are the initial tests that they're doing that they're showing uh, very promising results from. Um, it also has some digestive aid properties. So you're really hitting that gut brain access whenever you eat lion's mane. You're, you're increasing your gut biome health and you're increasing your brain health so um, it's very important to really sort of target both of those at the same time uh one of the other ones i love and everybody probably loves is shiitake shiitake is delicious uh especially you get certain varieties 
uh, one of the ones that my my mentor used to grow. We would take a piece of it and you'd eat it and then you wouldn't eat anything else for about 10 minutes. And over the course of that 10 minutes, the flavors would change. It would change from like a really garlicky to an umami flavor to like uh, almost like a floral flavor. And then really over the course of 10 minutes, you could just feel the expressions of these different mushrooms and their flavors. Um, and, and, and on top of it, they have immunological properties. So you're eating shiitake, you're getting this wonderful, beautiful flavor, and you're helping your immune system by being anti-inflammatory. So, uh, you know, there's just no downfall to, to mushrooms. They're, they're pretty amazing. They can do some wonderful things. And I haven't even barely scratched the surface of what they can do. Yeah. That's I'm a, a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of, uh, mushrooms, but you know, I do also have this question. What is when we're talking about health, right? Um, in particular, you know, you, we can eat mushrooms just because they're delicious or whatever food. Mm -hmm. But in this case, if you want to eat it, you have certain, uh, you know, like you said, immune system, uh, or, or you know, in, th in this case, um, this packet of, of Im immune renew that I got from yeah. you uh, specifically deals with trying to to uh, protect yourself from the sh the shedding of the COVID. Uh, well, I like to call it the Pentagon juice or the DARPA gene therapy, right? The COVID yeah. vaccines. Um, so again, there are different uh, reasons to consume mushrooms, but what would be the difference then between, you know, just going out in the store, buying some good quality organic mushrooms and eating them versus consu consuming them, you know, like in a, in a supplement or, or pill form? Um, I, you know, I'm guessing because you, you mentioned as well that you some of the way that you do the extraction you're able to pull more of the medicinal properties than you would if you just ate them um you know absolutely uh absolutely yeah so um the medicinal compounds are locked inside the cell walls of the fungus it's uh it is encased in what's called chitin and it's a very hard substance in order to get that medicinal compounds out you actually have to break these cells apart so when you eat them you're not really breaking the cells apart you might get five ten percent of what's possible in that mushroom so um, we do a hot water extraction uh, making sure that we don't go above a certain temperature 178 degrees so that we don't start doing damage to the beta glutamines which are the majority of the water soluble medicinal compounds but we actually go another step farther. We do a solvent extraction. We do an organic ethanol. And there is an entire suite of solvent, or I would say, I should say, alcohol-based uh, medicinal compounds that you cannot get out of the mushroom unless you do that, that alcohol extraction. So um, this, is, this is really making the extractions twice as uh, potent as they could be. And um, yeah, that way you're not having to slog down a whole bunch of mushrooms you know it, it's it can be tough eating an entire mushroom burger you know i would rather just take a little tiny capsule to get all the supplementation i need uh you know and and this is why we do what we do here that way you're not having to uh you know buy large amounts of mushrooms which can start getting expensive chaga is not cheap um, um chaga is is having this really big boom right now of, of recognition for its antioxidant traits its ability to fight off free radicals in our body um and and you know we're we're making teas out of them but they have a lot of other really me healthy medicinal compounds um sort of um anti-cancer compounds that come with that uh alcohol extraction so it's very important that you heat your mushrooms and get all that medicine out of them 
And I want to go. I wanted to go to to something again that you mentioned in your talk that I think was important um, as we were talking about the standard American diet. Um, how and you showed a picture of the left right divide, and you showed how you know decades ago we could all still talk to each other left and right, and today it's just like we're at each other's throats. And I think that you were explaining that that is due to again the diet. No. Uh, that is one factor. Yes. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things going on right now. Um, we're, we're, we're going into the age of information and the internet, you know, that's definitely left some, some open sores that we're trying to figure out. Uh, but of course, if you look at our diet and you look at the rise in autoimmune issues that we've had, which has been devastating over the last 20 years, and it's had a direct, um, direct correlation with certain things that we have done to our system, such as adding herbicides like glyphosate. And there's also another event that happened, and this actually happened a little bit after I was born, around the same time as the glyphosate. Well, we started giving certain, let's say, medical treatments to younger and younger children at a higher and higher rate. And um, it's it's well, safe to say vaccines on TNT. Yes. Well, we've had a massive increase in our vaccines right around the same time. So it's, um, you know, all of the evidence is out there pointing towards it. We we can see the repercussions from what's happening. Um, well, at least some of us can. Um, and I really think a lot of people are starting to come around again. In the end, evil can't win. Um, in the end, we will be victorious. Um, we just got to come together and and take all of these wonderful traits that everybody has and and make a new society. Yeah, and I think the latest schedule, if I, you know, it was seventy two doses in the U.S. for kids vaccines, and now it's like ninety, if I'm not mistaken, which is absolutely insane. Highwire published uh, a new graphic uh, there. We're gonna jump to our break uh, again people can check out cultivated-mind.com we'll be right back see it coming. It's pre-diabetes, and it captures one in three adults. You may not even know you have it, but you can escape. Take the one-minute pre-diabetes risk test to know where you stand. With early diagnosis, you can change the outcome and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. Be your own hero on smartphones everywhere at doihaveprediabetes.org. She used to dance and dream of a better life, a brighter future, with nutritious food to eat, a chance to learn, to get an education, and do incredible things. Today, thanks to Children International and friends like you, she dances for the world. Together, we give children in poverty a chance to set their sights high and achieve their dreams. 
by ensuring that they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more, so they can grow, thrive, and believe in themselves. Gracias. Gracias. Learn more about Children International and join us in our life-changing work at children.org today. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. It's our final segment with Sean Hawkins of cultivated-mind.com. Uh, again, you can get some of his um, mushroom uh, supplements uh, for your health. There are different packets for different issues you might be looking at. I was most concerned with, again, the the, the shedding of the COVID vaccines. Because, you know, honestly, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, last night, I had the most insane headache. Um, and it's been like a recurring thing. And I'm like, this hasn't really happened to me like before COVID. And I'm wondering like, what is going on? You know, is it with the people that, you know, I go to different events and I'm around someone who was vaccinated and then I'm, I, I don't know what's going on, but this is not uh, normal uh, for me. But anyways, uh, you, you mentioned about, uh, you know, get, to get into a little geopolitics, you, you, you're talking about a, a farmer that, you know, that's having issues in the U.S. Uh, so, you know, your further thoughts on some of those issues. Uh, yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the, you know, thank you for, for talking about the immune renew. Um, it's really just a sign of the times. If something else had been going on during this era, then I would have a, a different medicinal compound in there. But right now we're dealing with a spike protein. And, um, you know, according to Dr. Peter McCullough, nanokinase has been one of the greatest defense for the dissolution of the, uh, COVID spike protein in both the virus and in the vaccine so that this is where we're at with that you know that's the solution to this uh problem that we're having uh, or at least one thing that we can do so uh but yes yeah, so there is a there's a farmer in pennsylvania um i don't know him personally but it's just i like to pay attention to what's going on with the farmers we obviously can see all the protests that are happening in europe right now in the netherlands and germany france ireland berlin you know they're they're all being oppressed and having this massive amount of regulation farmers uh having their land stolen by the government um you know, and, and everyone's really rising up. And in fact, right now there's an Amish farmer named Amos Miller in Pennsylvania who is uh, being essentially railroaded by the Pennsylvania uh, Agricultural Department. They shut down his milk operation. He's been in operation for over 20 years. He's so, he has sold millions of different products. And you don't want to know how many complaints he has from the FDA? Zero. None. He has no complaints from the FDA and the Pennsylvania Agriculture Department is trying to come in there and accuse him of being linked to two food poisoning issues, which they have zero evidence that they've provided for. Um, shut down his operation. He's connected to many other farmers and it's hurting all of their businesses. It's like a giant family business, obviously. And, you know, these are just sort of the things that we need to be keeping an eye on, um, that these are really important litigation issues that will really point in the direction of where our farming movements are going to go. This is sort of, I would say, one of the main issues with Amos Miller, this Amish farmer, um, that, that, depending on the direction that this court case goes is really going to define food freedom in America. And one of the solutions that I think that we really need to start implementing is taking over our local government. Uh, trying to start from the top is not really where, where the action is. That's not how you get things done. You're going to have a lot of pushback. But if you go take over the dog catcher, 
If you go take over the general commissioner, if you go take over the school board, we can start implementing some of these rules and some of these regulations that would give us the right to buy food on whatever farm we choose. We should have the right to go onto a farm and have informed consent to buy the food that we want to put into our bodies. You know, the government doesn't want informed consent. They want uninformed control. That's all that they've ever wanted. And we need to start taking over these local precincts so that we can really start making a difference. Um, again, we've been asleep too long. It's time to get back out there and make a difference, get your business going, make connections, learn new skills, uh, drop a vice, and just you know Im improve ourselves, find a mentor. Um, we, we've got a little ways to go, but, but I'm really loving the direction that we're going. Yeah. I mean, the alternative is, as they say, drinking not milk. I think that's like one of the actual <laughs> brands in the supermarkets I've seen. It's like, it's, it's called literally not milk. Like yeah. why, you know, why it's like Soylent Green. I'm like, I literally think um, I'm not kidding, Sean. Like, I think they are, uh, I, I think that was a documentary. I think that's where they actually want to take us. Like we're in the transition now with the lab meat and all this stuff that ultimately they're going to want to feed us, you know, other um, yep. humans, but, you know, not milk, not meat. Like what, what's the point? If I'm going to, I'm going to eat meat or I'm not going to eat meat. I'm going to eat something else. What's the point of creating this fake al um, alternative? And so, um, yeah, other thoughts on some of these projects. I'm hoping they fail. They seem, people don't seem to be, uh, buying into this stuff, I, I've I've read that some of these companies have been doing extremely uh, poorly. So I, I think that's a, a good sign. Kind of as you mentioned, if we just disengage, um, you know, boycott the globalist corporations, we could do a lot of damage there. No. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Make sure you vote with your dollars. If you go take your money somewhere else, it makes a big difference to them. It does a does a lot now they've got you know some pretty big pocketbooks to float things for a while but if we start making conscious active decisions to make different choices um, we start buying local we start finding co-ops and communities where people are coming together with from different farms to to create you know uh, uh, basically a small little grocery store so that you can get the majority of your produce from farms that are actually producing it within your local region because that locality is very important making sure that you get food that's actually within your region it has a greater benefit on your body because of the microorganisms that actually live on the surface of those plants are designed for your body because of the area that you're walking around and breathing in um, so being conscious of these sort of things and making that active choice to not go and get the pre-processed you know, uh, a biscuit mix from the store and going and, and getting some produce, you know, from a, a farm. Um, and then when you see the difference in the, in your health, when you see the difference in your family's health, you know, it's really going to cement that it's really going to help jumpstart you into this new way of life. Um, it is possible. Um, a little bit of extra work at first, but then it becomes sort of routine. Um, and, and you're used to it. Um, just I want to encourage people to get out there and, and try it. Find some farms in your area. Yeah, I, I thought about that actually not long ago. I was at the supermarket here in Mexico and they had two different peaches. One were from the U.S., peaches from the U.S., uh, uh, and then local Mexican peaches. 
And yeah. I had that same thought that you, because I, I know a bit about that. And, and um, the, the the American ones looked more plumper, uh, nicer, juicier, <laughs> but the, these, the, the Mexican ones were, were, were smaller. But I think what's more important is what you just laid out. For the health reasons, I want to go with the Mexican peaches Absolutely. and not the uh, U.S. And then who knows with the GMO stuff as well when it comes to stuff from the U.S. And I'm curious, you know, uh, when it comes to processed foods, uh, you know, do, do you buy how much, um, you know, do you have any gu guilty, what do you call them, like guilty pleasures or do you just oh, not yeah. buy any processed foods or you're just, oh, no, you know, no, 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 I buy processed food. It's, it's there, but whenever, um, so, <clears throat> uh, I'll get like a pancake mix, you know, sometimes, uh, but that's, you know, it's rare. That's like a treat, you know, I've sort of spaced those out. I've definitely increased my uh, vegetable intake. I've increased my mushroom intake. I've increased my fruit intake and I still eat meat, um, obviously, and it might be every other day, um, but I definitely have cut out the majority of any pre-packaged food. I, I, the majority of it is some sort of raw uh, vegetable, of course, meat. Sometimes you get deli meat or something. That's not necessarily the best uh, for you, but you know you get the the higher quality uh, uh, product. Um, there are also some um, uh, meat farms here at some local farmers markets, and I get that whenever you know that's available. Yeah, my guilty pleasure was Captain Crunch. I, about a year ago, I yeah. found some here in Mexico because I ate them when I was a kid, and so I was feeling the nostalgia. And I bought like a whole bunch of boxes of the on the of the Captain Crunch. I picked out, uh, and then that's it. Like I, I, I'm not really buying them anymore. But it was more for uh, nostalgia. But we got about uh, two minutes left. You know, any final thoughts? Any thought? Like, there's all this talk. You're down there in Texas. Are, are we going to civil war? Are we going to world war? Uh, you know, any thoughts on 2024 and beyond, or or anything else? Um, you know, there it's a chess game, right? We make a move, they're going to make a move. Uh, we just have to make sure that we make the right move and that we keep our eye, you know, on, on ourselves, on our own growth. Um, that is one piece of advice I can really give to people is learn a new skill, uh, drop a vice, which mine was playing video games, completely stopped that. That was a huge waste of time. Um, and I found some mentors and just generally improved myself and then didn't become complacent, kept learning after that because there, there is no end to our education. It's just a thing that we do for our entire lives. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, uh, you have the power to, to raise yourself at least a little bit and find opportunities that are other people around you, um, that are like-minded and will help build you up as well. Um, you know, it's, it's a community we're doing this sort of together, but also independently, you know, it's everybody, uh, uh, has to, to sort of build that fire inside of them, find out what they're really made of. And, and we're going to go into this and, and we will defeat evil. We will defeat evil. Um, it's just a matter of time. And I thank you. Everybody. Like you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I also love video games, but. I just, I didn't even intentionally drop it. I just had so many other things to do that I just <laughs> can't play them uh, anymore. We got 30 seconds left, yep. just real quick again. Wh where do people go to find uh, find you? Uh, so uh, my website for my uh, supplement company is cultivated-mind.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram or Facebook. 
uh, or Rumble as Open Source Farmer. That is my open source uh, educational um, um, announcements, basically. We do mostly in-person classes, but I'm about to start dropping a lot of uh, videos and online education for everybody. All right. Awesome information. Thank you, Sean.